Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laban. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. Chris, it's the day after Valentine's Day when we're recording this, and you still have your beard. It survived. And I'm, I'm going to work tomorrow, Mike, and it will continue to survive then, too. Amazing. I know, right? Who would have thought? See, I don't have, we don't have to go too far into this Mm because this this would be what, the fourth week in a row we've talked about? Yeah, so yeah, this is an ongoing saga. Yeah. Well, this is an important saga, right? (laughs) (laughs) Debatable to some. (laughs) Oh, to me, this is, you know, this is like the Chronicles of Chris, Mm -hmm. you know, part one and part two here. (laughs) This is important (laughs) stuff here. So I'm happy to see that you've pushed through and, and you're continuing onward. You said Valentine's Day was going to be the real test. And your wife was just like, you know what? I, I got it now. I like it. Uh, yeah, yeah. We had the honest to goodness chat mm-hmm. because, uh, you know, like we said, she's been kind of going one way and then the other. And then we'll say like an offhand comment and then we'll say, you know, something positive. And it's like, listen, you need to tell me for real <laughs> if you like this <laughs> or not. Because every time I look in the mirror, I'm like, I just don't know. I just don't know. Uh, mm-hmm. And she said she thinks she likes clean shaven better, but she wants to see once I get like a proper haircut. So kind of like we talked about yesterday. Right, so, right, right. It's staying. We'll see. I, I think I'll try to get a haircut this week, depending on how insane it is, obviously. But uh, but yeah, then we'll see. We'll see what next week brings. But I'm feeling good about it. Mike. the only thing this like soul patch thing I've got going on. I'm like, I should just shave that off. But then I think I might look stupid if I do. So, you know, see, here's the thing, because I have the soul patch as well. Yeah. But, but what I've done is I just let it grow. It's longer than all of the hair around it. And it right. just blends in with it. Right. What what do you use to trim? Your, no, we're just getting into yeah. We're uh, getting into full beard care here. Yeah. yeah. The, the, what's what, what you called something? The part time nerds, full time fabulous. Full-time this is fabulous. the podcast we're doing now. <laughs> what do you use to trim? I, okay. Here's the thing. You're gonna be like, I'm sorry I asked this question. Yeah. Because I have like one of those clipper kits. Okay. It's like 22 pieces. Right. Okay. Well, I've got that for the dog, so I can sure I can just borrow his, <laughs> just borrow his pieces. But uh, truthfully, I only use like four of the pieces. Yeah. But I use. You're going to be like, are you serious? This is how this is how much work goes into your beard. Yeah. So, I use I use the 10 millimeters on the sideburn. Okay. To get it as thin as possible. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. On the side, and then I upgrade to 13 millimeters for about the sideburn to between just a little bit and then i do 16 on the cheeks and the sides of the mustache and then i do 19 millimeters all along the actual beard itself it gives my face a nice shape it makes my face look a lot thinner so thin mike is just an illusion i'm still fat mike (laughs) right yeah (laughs) but the one thing that i did find that i started having to do is i started using the shorter clippers on the bottom because it was making like my entire head look like a point right, <laughs> right. thing at the bottom. So yeah, so I start, I think I use I think I use a thirteen along the bottom, like on my Okay. Neck. All right. My mine's not quite that long yet, but that's good to know that you sort of uh, blend it. You blend yes. it across. Yeah. Yeah. Like I, there was one point where I, I just did the same thickness the whole way through and it just wasn't working for me. Right. And, okay. And and somebody it was my barber. My barber actually recommended to me that I start trimming it and she's like yeah it'll make your face look thinner and i'm like well i always want to look thinner so <laughs> well good to know mike good to know well you also are looking much more handsome and attractive now mike flowing almost mm-hmm. you know i feel like something has changed in your life something has changed yeah and it is that i have a new computer <laughs> <laughs> and it's working it's not powering off yeah. yes it is having there aren't difficulties anymore so my computer is able to connect to the internet faster and provide better service. So you're seeing me in probably the b- clearest picture that you've ever seen Absolutely, me off yes. my webcam. And it was, it's really funny because my internet speed hasn't changed at all. It's just it's a better computer. Mm-hmm. And I guess I installed something maybe like because when I when I plugged in my webcam into the new computer, it was just like, bam, you know, here's the new Logitech hotness. And I'm like, you never asked me this previously (laughs) what is this and i went through and i made all these settings and so that could be part of the reason why i look so nice sure but but yeah so the new computer as you recall i believe we mentioned last week there was a bit of an ordeal with getting the new computer started and 
basically here's here's the rundown because obviously i'm on the computer we're recording yeah. this is the second podcast because we recorded an episode of burnt popcorn on it last night which was kind of a trial run for this because if it didn't work last night then we were like oh, okay well then obviously this isn't going to work either but it, it's we i just plugged my board into the the computer the same way that i do the old one and it, and it all records just as nice as it used to so there's no, there shouldn't be any difference in audio quality for, for when it comes to recording the podcast. Maybe I'll sound better. I don't know. Cause you know what I actually thought? I just realized I might have a computer powerful enough to run that NVIDIA thing. Oh, NVIDIA broadcast. Yeah. Yeah. The stuff right. in the background. So I have to, cause I have an NVIDIA account based off of my work laptop because it has an NVIDIA thing and it's like, sign up for an NVIDIA account. And I'm like, yeah, whatever. I'm not going to play any games on this laptop, but mm-hmm. why not? So I have one. So I should be able to download those, those uh, drivers or whatever. And, and maybe it will make the podcast sound better. I don't know. We'll see. But, uh, yeah. So the computer wasn't turning on. And, and I, I mentioned to you that, well, you mentioned to me, you're like, it's, it's power supply. Like that's the problem. Yeah. And and I told you that we took an old power supply that I had lying around, plugged it in, it turned on the motherboard just fine. So using your advice, because I was like, I don't know when I'm going to get this guy out here to to help me fix it. Your advice was put in the 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 power supply, and then plug in all of the cords into the devices that it's supposed to plug into, and work my way backwards into the power supply, and that way I should be able to you know plug it in and make sure everything's all plugged in. Mm-hmm. So I did that and it still wouldn't turn on. (laughs) (laughs) And I messaged you, but the thing was, is it would turn on, but instead of what it was doing, which was it would turn on and then immediately shut off, it would turn on, it would run for about 40 seconds and then it would shut off. So I'm like, okay, I feel like what's happening is it's getting to a boot screen and then it's being like, because of whatever reason we're shutting off. I, I, I didn't know for sure because I didn't have a, a monitor plugged into it. I just wanted to see if it would turn on or, or whatever. And so I messaged you and I'm like, you were right. I just had to plug it in backwards and it would all work. But then I messaged you right after that. And I said, but it is not working. It shuts off after about 40 seconds. And you're like, don't you blame me? (laughs) Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm not blaming you. I'm telling you, you were right. And this helped me turn it on. But there are, there's still an issue with it. I just don't know what it is. Mm -hmm. So later that night, I actually plugged it into a monitor, turned it on and it said, plug in a keyboard and i'm like oh i I swear i said that in the (laughs) in our chat i bet you it's something stupid like there's no keyboard it probably needs a keyboard so i plug in the keyboard and then it said something else and i'm like okay well i don't know what that is and i'm like clearly i I will still need help so eventually my 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 buddy came over and he, he helped me and it's a good thing he did because i never in my life would have figured out what was wrong with it so the issue as it turned out is he told me when when he when he gave it to me that there is a USB port on the top that is broken and to cover that up so that I never use the broken USB port he put a piece of duct tape over it okay and and I was cleaning it because remember I had to clean it that was my payment was that I had to clean it and that it was also very gross and very dirty. Right. So when I was cleaning it the duct tape came off and I'm like well I know which one it is I'll just not use that one right well i guess at some point during the cleaning a pin because that's that's the issue the issue with the usb why it was broken is one of the pins was bent okay well the pin somehow got more bent and it was touching something and it was causing a feedback loop like a current loop right okay so So the computer was detecting this current loop and it was like okay well let's be safe and it would shut it off right well that is a weird one mike yeah Yeah, and i had no idea like he figured it out eventually because he's like well i know this is broken maybe i'll take a look at it and sure enough this pin was bent where it shouldn't have been and that's what i never in a million years would have figured that out yeah never that's that's a weird problem though i i would say i fixed many computers in my life that's happened once maybe yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're like my 15 year professional career yeah so once that happened once we bent the pin back to where the, the where it should have been then the thing uploaded or they booted up and and it's been bob's your uncle ever since and and i, I it was funny because i messaged you on discord that, to tell you that i was on the new computer i was like hey greetings from the new computer and you're like hey that's awesome i'm glad to see that you got it working I'm like, yeah, the thing that sucks about having a new computer is I have to install like all the programs in it all over again. And then you said, 
like, oh, well, that's what this is for. And I had no idea what you were talking about. And what were you talking about? Uh, it's called Ninite.com. I think it's that's how you pronounce it. N-I-N-I-T-E.com. And basically what it is, is it's a collection of sort of the most commonly used tools that everybody has on their computer. And all you do is you just put the check mark beside all the stuff that you want and you hit I think download or something like that. And it'll automatically install, you know, 50 programs for you or however many you want. Like it is the most painless computer setup thing you can, you can use and it's free. Yeah. And, and so you mentioned this to me and I look at it and I'm looking at the list of all the, the titles I can check off. And I'm like, Oh, I've spent the last hour and a half installing most of these programs. <laughs> <laughs> so, so thankfully, thankfully, there was a, still a few and I was able to check all of those off my list using this thing. So that's that's I just wanted to throw that out as a nice helpful tip. Anybody getting a new computer, if you didn't know about this website, uh, one more time, what's it called again? Ninite.com. Uh, N-I-N-I-T-E dot com. So if you if you're getting a new computer, do, don't do what I did and go to every single site individually and download everything <laughs> one by one. <laughs> but but actually, it was funny because the one thing that w- did worry me, because a lot of the programs that I use in general are are free or, or you know, obviously, I've, I've purchased them and, and, and I can, you know, re-download them and put in the license key. Sure, yeah. With the exception of one program. What's that program, Mike? It is Adobe Audition 1.5, which I believe, I believe came out in 2005 oh damn that's old <laughs> it's an old old ass program yeah no and shit. It, it's the program that i learned how to do audio editing in when i was in college when i was in radio school and it's literally the program that i've been using to podcast my entire life like mm-hmm. i i do not use any other program to edit uh, or anything like that like obviously now i've started using zencaster to do the recording in sure but up until now I had only ever been using Audition to do this. And and I'm like, okay, so the last computer I have is from 2014. Do I still have my install and my key gen for this program in 2005? (laughs) Because... Yes, you're not a pirate, Mike. You're not a pirate. Yeah, I don't pirate. Like, this is the lone exception in my entire life. Like, I have... I still use the same copy of... Photoshop and Illustrator that I bought in 2008 because right. I I legally paid for that and I and I feel like you know the the I know there's the whole like oh you can have the best version all the time if you just pay this licensing fee constantly mm-hmm. uh, the version of the audition the new version of audition I I did the math because I was like ah oh, maybe it's time I pay for it you know because I know I know like I think Photoshop is only like ten dollars a month. Yeah, you can get Photoshop and Lightroom for nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, nine ninety nine. So I'm like, I'll hop on an audition. No, audition is thirty dollars. That's wild. How yeah. much is audition? Well, how much did audition used to be? Like when it was a, a one time purchase price. I got it through. I got it through school. So it, I I don't know. Okay, because that's 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 basically what happened. It was, it was it was installed on my computer through school with an official license key kind mm-hmm. of thing. And then I had all the install files and everything, and I installed it, and then I put in my license, and it was like, your school license is over. You need to buy it. And I, and I looked at it up, and it was like like $700 or something like that, because I feel that's how much <laughs> right, I feel that's yeah. how much Adobe products that, used to cost. That sounds right? about right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They weren't cheap. They're still not cheap. Yeah. Exactly. Well, the, just, just annually, annually, I'd be paying $360 mm-hmm. for, for to use if I bought that. So I was like, okay, well, I have it. It's technically legal. Eh, let's find this. You know, yeah, just go for it, Mike. Just yeah. go. So, sure enough, I found it. I found on the old computer my my key gen, <laughs> and uh, was able to pop it on. So I have all of that. That's basically it. It was. I, I was like, I'm worried that I'm going to lose. If I if I lose anything, it's it it, it bothers me. It's this mm-hmm. because I have literally a decade of podcasts that are, have been done in Audition that are in Audition file formats and things like that. Right. Mm-hmm. And if for some reason that I never needed to go back and fix something in any of our podcasts, I couldn't anymore. Right. Like I would be unable to fix any of them. So I was worried about having that, but but I did get it back. The only other hurdle that I, I've gotten so far is none of the OBS stuff for the part-time nerds, full-time dads, Twitch stuff right. carried over. 
Oh, well, that's the problem I have every time you send it to me. It's like, oh, I have to recreate this from scratch. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think I have to recreate it from scratch, which yeah. is fine because I think I was actually, I, I think for the next time we were going to do something, I was going to redo it and make it all brand new anyway. And mm-hmm. now I kind of have an excuse to redo it as all brand new. Yeah. And this will be exciting for people who are watching because it won't be like five frames per second. It'll be rendering at a very smooth 30. It'll be great. <laughs> uh, now okay if you remember when we did that last time the only reason that there was bad rendering was when we were screen sharing from discord <laughs> that's when we were having bad rendering yeah, but the rest now of the you, time don't need, okay. you don't need to worry about that mike because your computer is more than powerful enough to handle yes it. and it was so funny because I was, I was had a discussion with you and, and a few other people over the over the internet on twitter mm-hmm. about having the new computer and reinstalling things and you were like, this is a great, you know, a great time to not put any old stuff on it. And you're right, because literally the only thing on this computer is files that I have downloaded since I started the computer and podcast stuff. Everything else I have yet to, I haven't grabbed anything off of the yeah. other computer. And part of me is like, do I even do it? Like, obviously, there's a lot of like memories and photos and stuff on that computer that I could mm-hmm. just pull the hard drive out and throw it in the closure. And, and that would be fine. So it's kind of like, do I even bother moving any of that stuff over? Because I, I feel like... I, well, you could just move the hard drive into your new computer, Mike. I mean... It's true. You don't need it an is, external, drive, external bay for it. It is true. It is it is a big enough computer case that it could easily accommodate another drive. It actually did. The original owner took out an SSD mm-hmm. that he installed his games on. And he's like, I'm keeping this. And I'm like, that's fair. You're giving me a computer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't, sure. Yeah. It's fine. I don't, I don't need your SSD. I appreciate it. So there is easily space for another hard drive in there. So I could I could toss it in there. Although I am finding a um, this whole permissions thing where every time I try to open like an old hard drive or something on the computer, it's like you don't have permission to access this folder. But if you hit continue, you will. And I'm like, okay, continue. And then it thinks about it for like five minutes, and then I do, still don't get access to that drive. <laughs> so yeah, well, that's all part of the fun of getting new stuff, right? Yeah, you got to figure all that crap out. But uh, yeah, no. So I was talking to you and I was talking to Nikolai and it's just about like, oh, well, yeah, what what games have you installed? And the two games I've installed are Command and Conquer Remastered and Jurassic Park Evolution. <laughs> I'm very proud of you, Mike. Those are two very good games, I'm sure. Well, one one is. I don't know about Jurassic Park. <laughs> yeah, no. So I, I, I'm, I'm excited to give those. It's so funny, too, because I, I downloaded, what is it called? GOG Galaxy. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. What is that? Good old games. Yeah. 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 So I, I downloaded that to tie all of my libraries together. Cause I mean, I have origin files. I have, you know, I, ha- I don't buy PC games. Like it's funny because I did buy Command and Conquer and I did buy a bunch of Jackbox games, but Jurassic World Evolution was an Epic Games Store freebie. And also I have a few origin games that were all freebies. Like I think I have Mass Effect 2 and sure, Dragon yeah. Age 1. And I'm like, okay, well, I don't remember where I have all these games. So I, I installed GOG Galaxy to stick them all together. And one of the things that you can do is you can you can attach your PlayStation account as well. And uh, and I did it. And I'm watching all my PlayStation games populate in in the in the app. And I'm looking at it, and I'm like, what is the point of this? I can't download any of these PlayStation <laughs> games onto the computer. So why is this here? Like, yeah. why why would I tie my library together? And I think I talked to somebody about it after and they said the point is to also if you have other friends who have the GeoG Galaxy app as well, you can like they can see what games you're playing and they can still message you and stuff like right, that. Right, yeah, see what you have in common kind of deal. Yeah. yeah. And and I was like, Oh, okay. I have no friends on this app. Not a single friend. So I downloaded all that stuff to I guess look at it in a bunch of pretty box arts in a big tile, you know, it's pretty and <laughs> yeah, that and sounds nice, about right. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to the life of launchers. I have six on my desktop right now. I have steam BattleNet, origin, Epic games, Bethesda and rockstar. Yeah. A few of those I don't have a few of those. I don't have, I have, I think I have Epic origin, you play and you gotta steam. have steam you gotta put yeah, steam on there steam. yeah yeah steam's on there well if you get battle net mike that'll get you the two starcraft games for free that'll be good oh there you go yeah but you know what game you should get mike risk of rain 2 oh yeah yeah i knew i was gonna jam it in there somewhere and, and here's that time you succeeded <laughs> my brother and i have been playing this game mike it's it's called a rogue like game mm-hmm. yep 
So it's basically, yeah, you you pick up random items as you go along, you know, battling it out. And all you do is just a survival game. It's stay as live as long as you can. And, and that's how it is. And it's it's a lot of fun. And it's a four-player co-op game, but obviously you can play with one or four or anywhere in between. And Mike, you should get it so you can join us and be our third member of the team. This could be your first real foray into PC gaming. See, I've been also told by a few other people that this is going to be my real first foray into PC gaming, and they keep suggesting other games for me to play. And I'm just like, yeah, we'll see if that happens. (laughs) (laughs) But it is a good game, Mike, and it's not taxing on your computer. Not that your computer would struggle with it anyway, but... The new one, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but it's good. It's just a nice, like, I don't want to say mindless, because, you know, there is some strategy and stuff involved, but it's a nice, just sort of casual hangout game, for sure. Okay, okay. Because here's the thing. So here's what I've been pitched so far will be my first big piece of All right, let's hear it. Let's hear it. I've been pitched Rocket League. Let's see all these these wrong answers. Oh, Rocket League is a good choice, but you've played Rocket League. I've played Rocket League, but, I mean, you are the one that's like, oh, well, we can play Rocket League. I mean, we can play Rocket League on people. I was going to say, this guy crossplay. We could have played it for India. I've also been told Apex. Apex is something. Oh, I love Apex Legends. Yeah, that's a good game. And Destiny 2. I don't play that one. I don't play that one. I think it's, I think the first campaign is free, I believe. Yeah, it's a free to play game. What is it? It's a RPG, isn't it? Or kind of, kind of an RPG? Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a looter, a looter shooter. Oh, yeah, there you go. I have I have it installed. I've just never played it. <laughs> oh, it's one of those games, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 Technically, I own it on PS2 as well because it was a PlayStation Plus movie. So just never, never my thing. Like, I, I remember playing Destiny 1. Destiny 1 had the, it had a, a an alpha. Right. And I played the alpha. And I'm like, this is like Borderlands if Borderlands wasn't funny. Right. <laughs> That's fair. And and then and then I didn't buy it when it came out. Although it was really funny because a, f- a couple friends of mine were like, we're super into Destiny. You should play Destiny with us. And I'm like, okay, well, we'll we'll get it at some point. And we ended up getting the collection, like the the full like every part of Destiny 1 in one package. Right. And then we bought, because like all of the DLC is digital, right? Like you buy it once and you can put it on as many consoles as you want. Because we had a, a disc copy, we bought a second copy of Destiny. So I own two copies of Destiny 1. They have never been turned on, either copy. <laughs> because <laughs> we messaged the friends that were playing Destiny and we're like, we have it now. Just let us know when you want to play. And they never did. Oh, my. And then Destiny 2 came out and they moved on to Destiny 2 with their Destiny 1 characters. And we were like... yeah we're left behind left behind so we just didn't even bother because the whole point was to play with them you Mm -hmm. know and and they're like oh yeah we're playing destiny 2 now and it was like sweet well there's destiny 1 still (laughs) part like the thought the the thought has crossed my mind of playing it and then getting into destiny 2 because i i do have a few friends who play it all the time Mm -hmm. that, that really enjoy it but i feel like i I'm the kind of person that'd be like, well, I would like to play the first Destiny to know what's going on. Because I've also heard that the lore is ridiculous and you kind of need to like have an idea what's going on. Because if you just go in and you're like, I don't get any of this. <laughs> so I have to get my brother-in-law on the podcast. He is a huge Destiny 2 guy. Like He's been playing nonstop. He streams it and everything. Oh, yeah. There you go. So there you go. There You'd have somebody to play with, maybe. I would. I would. Yeah. So there you go. So there's a few games that I've been told that will be the game that gets me into mm-hmm. PC gaming. Mm-hmm. So... But is risk, I have one question, Risk of Rain, because you know me, I'm so much a console gamer, yes. and I play it with a controller. Yes, you can. Okay. I, I, have not done, I have not done it myself, but it has all the commands and stuff for it, so. Okay, because I have a nice fancy controller that was supposed to go, like, it, I use it on the Switch. Mm-hmm. I have the, I did buy the SN30 Pro. I think I mentioned that. Yes. On a, a yeah, previous a episode. Ago, yeah. Yeah. So I have that, and I know it works on PC as well, so I've I've kind of been like, okay, well, let's. Because it's funny because it has like this hardcore, you can go to town and tweak all the settings and change all the buttons and like you could you could change where the triggers go, like how far they yeah, right, push and stuff. Right. And there's a software to download. So I downloaded the software and I turned it on and it's like, you need to plug the controller in first. And I'm like, well, I don't have the controller here, so bye. <laughs> like I'm just not, <laughs> not doing that. I have yeah. plenty of other things to install at the, in the meantime, so I, I don't need to worry about that. Yeah. I was going to say, you could put your PlayStation controllers in there, too. It would work fine. 
it's true, but I mean, like, there, there's always like, I don't know, the laziness factor. You, you just you just want that dedicated PC controller. Yeah, like I mean, I have it. I, it's also like my dedicated Switch controller, so I don't know why. Because I'd have to like, it's dumb. I, my my thought process is so dumb because I'm like, oh well, I would use this controller on the computer so that I didn't have to to go to my DualShock controllers and turn them into like like tell them, oh, this is the my controller for the computer, right? Kind of a thing. But meanwhile, I'd have to do that with the other one because this it's currently set to the switch. So, I, uh, you know, there's I, th- I think actually the way that it works is if you turn it on using a different button combination, it attaches to different things. Oh, okay. Okay. So, like, if you turn it on by pressing start and Y, it turns into switch mode and attaches to the switch. But if you press start and, like, X, it attaches to the PC. So, maybe that's a lot easier solution, you know, kind of a thing. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> maybe you're just like i don't know <laughs> plug a controller in with the cable i mean yeah, that works too <laughs> yeah either way either way mike i'm very excited to have you as part of the team now so that's good 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 yeah <laughs> and now that we've talked about stuff that people i'm sure do not give any shits about for 28 minutes should we talk about our kids you know stuff that, that people don't care about either you know like that kind of thing yeah let's talk about yeah. our kids why not yeah you want to go first or you want me to go first sure i can go first all right so let's see what should i say william is singing a lot now nice he's singing the abc song he's not quite got a a grasp on all of the letters so it comes off as like a b c e c b f c (laughs) you know like that you know but he's you know he's having a good time so i'm not gonna bother him about it he also is singing uh, did you ever see the Eurovision movie? I did, yes. Do you remember Yaya Ding Dong? Isn't that, that's the first song that they were super popular, right? That's the song that they sing like when they're at the bar, uh, when they're doing like right, yes. and stuff. Okay, yes, and yeah. there's like that one drunk dude in the crowd is like, just play Yaya Ding Dong. Remember that? Mm-hmm, I do. Yeah. Yeah. He loves that song. He sings Yaya Ding Dong all the time. Oh, nice. And also Laura's like, hey, I finally listened to the words about that movie and it's about sex. And it was like, oh shit! <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, but it's Icelandic, so it's you know it's okay. Well, it's it's still in English, and it's all about like my love is bursting for you, and it grows <laughs> long and wide. <laughs> so, so yeah, let's let's hope he just leaves it as yeah yeah ding dong, and and it's a fun song to say, right? But he's all about yeah yeah ding dong, and he's also like making up his own songs, which is really cute. So his his, his best song so far has been. Mama, doot, doot, dad, da, doot, doot, baby, doot, doot. And then he repeats. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, Is this like a baby shark uh, knockoff? I think so. Yeah. It might be. I'm not sure. But but we also figured out that he, like tonight, we figured out that he might actually start. Obviously, we don't talk to the daycare people like we used to. We don't get to go in and talk to them. Right, right. It's like drop off. And if there's other kids there that are getting dropped off, it's like, well, talking time is over. You know, that kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. They might have taught him the chicken dance. And he might be doing like, you know, the... He knows like the chicken dance. And because he was doing the actions tonight at dinner. And we're like, is that the chicken dance? So Yeah. So he might be doing the chicken dance. He's also, I told you last time, he's saying sure a lot. Right. He's also started using more please, but in the sense of like, a, it's become a catch-all. So you're like, do you want more food? And he's like, more please. And that means, you know, oh, I would like more food. Right. Or he'll hold up his drink and he'll be like, oh, more please. And oh, okay. Well, that means that he wants more to drink. And then like, he, you'll put your phone in your pocket and he'll be like, more please. And that means he wants you to pull your phone back out so that he could look at it. Oh, I see what you mean now. Yeah. yeah. So, so more please is kind of, beca- or, or like, um, if he goes in your room and you're like, no, buddy, we need to leave the room. And he's like, more, please. That means he wants to stay in the room longer. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's it's become a bit of a catch-all for, for everything. So. Well, that's cute, though. That's cute. It is very cute. He is very cute. He might finally be getting his last teeth in, like his last little molars in. He had a bit of a tantrum where he kept grabbing at his face today. So, we, we soothed the savage beast with Tylenol and Blippi. Right. And, uh, oh, and also, he's actually like had quite the vocabulary boost in the last, like, weekend. Yeah, it's funny, eh? Once they start going, man, it's just, like, ramps up real quick. Yeah, like, he's added so many words to his his, his repertoire. His, his new favorite word is tire. Tire? Like car tire? Yeah. Yeah, okay. which is really funny because he started saying tire 
by accident. Mm-hmm. We were building a tower with his blocks. And I'm like, come on, buddy. Do you want to build a tower? And he goes, tire. And I'm like, well, that's that a tire is something else. A ta- this is a tower. Mm-hmm. And he's like, tire. And I'm like, okay, no, this is a this is a tire. And I like showed him a tire. <laughs> right. And he's like, tire. So now tire is both things. Uh, so yeah, a, a yeah. tower is a tire and also the tire is a tire. So it's really funny. But he's it, but because of tires and, and the, the way that they are on cars and stuff, he's counting tires now. So he's like one tire, two tires, right. three tires. So it's, it's very cute. So tire is his new favorite word right now. Yeah. Well, that's good, Mike. Yeah, he's he'll definitely explode in vocabulary. Because I was going to say back when quarantine started, you know, in yesteryear, it feels like so long ago now. Ben probably had like 20 or 30 words. And then by like May, all of a sudden he's just yak, 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 yak. He won't shut up about everything. Right. So I feel like William has hit that curve now, you know, so it's only a matter of time before you'll just be rolling your eyes at everything he says. Just like, just be quiet, please yeah. go back Stop to the way it. it was. Yeah. Just go back to saying more, please. And that's it. Yeah. 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 That's right. Keep it simple. Well, speaking of vocabulary and stuff, Mike, Ben has started, I guess, experimenting with words to a certain extent. You know, sometimes you and I will be talking, right? And you're talking about something, you just can't think of the word. So you sort of describe it using another word, Mm -hmm. you know? So he was doing that today. We were outside and we dug out some of his toys for some reason. And uh, it was baseball bat. We brought you know, brought out the baseball bat. And we were playing with it. We moved on and we came back to it. And he's like, he went, he goes like, he wants the baseball uh, hitter, baseball hitter, you know, cause you hit the baseball with the bat. It's like, so it's like, Oh, that's kind of pretty clever. Right. So it's, it's interesting to see him sort of navigate his way around stuff that he either forgets or doesn't remember or, or just doesn't know. Right. That kind of thing. Right. Yeah. And then he's also started much to his mother's delight saying, I love you unprompted, you know, because before it was like you say to him and then he says it back and that kind of thing. And now he'll just walk up to you and go, love you and give you a kind of like a side hug or whatever. Yes. So he's now his mother's favorite boy. That's for sure. (laughs) He he wasn't already. (laughs) Well, you never know. You never know. Depends on the the dog. It was the dog. It's always the the dog. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) How can you not like Banjo? And then finally, uh, we watched Toy Story for the first time today oh, oh the original the original yeah and we kind of like you know we didn't watch the full movie just sort of bits and pieces of it but he has had this woody and buzz toy you know like the 12 foot ones that we bought from once upon a child for five bucks you know a year and a half ago he's yep. had them forever he's never really cared about them too much like woody has the pull string that he'll pull every now and then and make him say stuff but he watched that movie mike and all of a sudden wouldn't you believe woody and buzz they are like two and three on the you know teddy bear action figure tier list right of now. course of yeah, course they had to go to bed with him they had to do everything he's been carrying around with him everywhere it's like all he needed to do was see them on tv they're like celebrities now i guess i don't know <laughs> <laughs> it's don't- just it's just funny that, that that's apparently what it took to make him fascinated by these guys makes sense just don't show them the second the third one or the fourth one <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's right yeah third movie was excellent movie it but was the but ending the, is yeah they're all in mortal danger yeah that's right. at one point he might not be ready for that one yet but yeah actually that's funny that you mentioned toy story because that made me remember we we made a an attempt because i've told you before that william's not really big into cartoons right like we've we've gave it a shot and he's always like no 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 i'd rather watch blippy kind of a thing yeah we watched 101 dalmatians okay and the idea behind it was like, well, he likes animals, so maybe if there's, you know, puppies in in the cartoon, maybe he'll pay more attention. Mm-hmm. And and he didn't like, he didn't ask us to change it, and he was just like, okay, you know, whatever. He'd sit and he'd watch, and then sometime he would leave and he'd walk around and he'd play with his toys, but he would come back and he would watch. And it was really funny because I can't I can't remember that movie's not as long. It's not as long as the movies from today, from what right, I right. They're like an hour and twenty minutes. Yeah, they're not very- yeah. So at one point I went upstairs because I was like, I had to go to the bathroom and then I hear just screaming, mm-hmm. like absolute upset screaming. William is so upset. And, and I come out of the bathroom and I'm like, what the hell happened? What did I miss? And Laura's like, oh, the movie ended. <laughs> so, oh, so he was into it. He, he was yeah. into it. Or he was just into the idea of having TV time. Right. But, yeah. but either way, yeah, he sat and he watched the whole thing for the most part. Like he, 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 if it was on, he was paying attention to it. 
or in the same vicinity of it. But right. when it ended, he was very upset. Is there much singing in 101 Dalmatians? I can't honestly remember. Outside of the Cruella DeVille song, I can't recall there this being any other Maybe one or two, yeah. Because we put him, the first movie he actually watched the whole thing of was a Goofy movie. Really? Yeah, because it was one of my favorites. So it's like, if we're going to try watching a movie, I'm going to watch one that I want to watch. Right. And he, right. He, it was kind of the same thing. He was, you know, in and out a little bit, but it's got songs, I'm going to say, every five minutes. Like, it is a very musical kind of movie. And, and he really likes the singing and dancing and stuff. So that kind of kept him interested. So I don't know. Maybe that might be an option. Maybe because William loves the Wiggles or loved the Wiggles anyway, right? And that's all they do is sing songs. And he's still a big fan. He's got that Wiggles keyboard. He still yeah. pops that on all the time. So that's a lot of fun. Does William interact with the shows now? Because because Ben he's been watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse, um, and it's one of those shows where it's like you know, hey Goofy, and then they took look at you through the screen. It's like. How are you? You know, what toy do you have with you? And, you know, he'll he'll talk to Mickey and he'll do the dances that Mickey's doing and that kind of stuff. He we we are learning that he's very much absorbing the stuff that he's watching on TV because he knows about the tooth fairy, even though we have never once mentioned the tooth fairy ever. But one of the Coco Melon shows he watched, one of the kids lost their tooth and the tooth fairy shows up and now he knows that the tooth fairy is a real thing. And it was like, holy shit, like you know, this is, uh, we have to really start watching what you're watching, right? Apparently. Yeah. Well, that's like uh, we were actually, William was watching Blippi today. Mm-hmm. And for a while, when Blippi says hi and goodbye, he's been saying, hi, Blippi, bye, Blippi. But yeah. really, that was it. But now I'm noticing like today, there was a bit where Blippi was, he was pretending to be a flea. Okay. And he would be like, I don't know how, what the hell Flip, Blippi thinks fleas do, but he was like, meep, meep, meep. That's, that's <laughs> sure, Blippi, yeah. that's, that's Blippi's impersonation of a flea. Is mm-hmm. meep, meep. But William started meeping back at him. Okay. And okay. and then afterwards, Laura was like, so has he been having fun? And I said to Laura, because she came out, she's working today. And she's like, has he been having fun? I'm like, yeah, he was making these these flea noises. When Blippi was making flea noises, she's like, what are you talking about? Flea noises? And I'm like, well, Blippi was doing this impersonation of a flea where he was like, meep. And then William started going, meep again. So, <laughs> so yeah, he, he was doing his impersonation of a flea along with Blippi. And, and, and I mean, it's gotten to the point now, like I've told you before about like when we're reading stories with William, where like if this happens, you know, if, if we talk about shoes in a book, he goes and gets his shoes. Right. Well, in the one that we were watching today, Blippi went to the trampoline place. Like, there's, I'm sure you've seen this one, where he goes to like this this house, or not a house, but it's it's like a, a play place, and it's all trampolines. Yeah. So Blippi runs out and he starts jumping on the trampoline. Well, we have a trampoline for William, and William's like, whoa, 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 trampoline! And he gets up and he runs over and he gets on his trampoline and he starts bouncing along. And then there was something else that he did too. There was some animal, and he went and he got like a stuffed animal version right. of the same animal as well. So. So yeah, it's the same now. It's like it's like when you read to him. So it's it's true. It's like you said. I'm like, well, I guess it's time to stop paying attention to my phone and start paying more attention to Blippi. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, got to know what's on that screen. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Well, Blippi did another joke. Like I, I caught another Blippi joke where it was like, this is a Blippi joke for adults. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh god, however, I've never caught this before. And it was he was in some museum, and you know those like those little things where it's like the pins and you stick your hand in it and like the imprint of your hand. Comes oh out. yes. Yeah. yeah. It was that, but it was big and he did his entire body in it and he did it with like his hands up and he did his whole body and he's like, wow, look at that. You can see my whole body. It's like a bounty hunters after me. And I'm like, he's doing a Han Solo thing. I got it. <laughs> you start clapping. <laughs> you know? yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He talked about a thing that I like. I love Blippi. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, I have to start paying a little more attention to, to old movies. Yeah. Or find something else to watch that I will pay attention to. <laughs> right, right. Oh, well, that's good, Mike. Mm-hmm. Well, should we should we talk about the news for about four minutes? <laughs> yeah, why not? We can talk about we can talk about however long we want. <laughs> yeah, it's our show. Well, let's talk let's talk about our favorite company, Mike. Let's talk about D brand. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But they're our favorite company. Aren't they? they are. We love their how they market their themselves. Antics. Yeah. Their antics. They're, we love their antics. That's right. So we had talked a few well, a while ago now about how they were selling the PS5 decals, and then they decided to pull it because it was not working out the way they thought, and they would insult all their entire customer base and so on and so forth. Well, they've now moved forward, Mike, and they're selling the plates themselves because, you know, you've mentioned that the plates are very easily removed, and so they've obviously taken that into account, and now they're selling the two plastic boards that you can now clip on to the side. And my favorite part of the whole thing is that right on the selling page or the sales page, they're, you know, goading playstation or sony into suing them for, for or i guess copyright infringement patent infringement i'm not sure which one but uh. yeah well because that first company got shut down right yes so, that's right yeah but it's funny because i've actually seen there's a video unbox therapy did and unbox therapy they did like they he put on he showed how how the the plates go on mm-hmm. but he also showed that there's some finer details in the plates as well yes and like I think I've, we've talked about it on the plates before, the official PlayStation plates. There is the the square, triangle, circle, cross imprints mm-hmm. in in the in the plate. Like it's a very fine detail that's been added as like a you know look at this bonus. Well, apparently the D brand ones have something similar, but it's like it is a triangle, but it's like a like a poison symbol. And instead of it being a cross, it's a skull and crossbones and a square. It's it's like a it's a robot head. Yeah, yeah. it's a robot head. So it, it's all of the PlayStation symbols, but it's not the PlayStation symbols. And and they put it because like, actually there's a pattern that's on the plates that helps if you're laying the stand horizontally. It, you, it's a guide to help you put the stand on. And sure enough, they've put that on there as well too. But they use these because it's all marked out with the symbols. Right. And they've used these not quite playstation symbols on it to mark it off that's what i was gonna say right on the page they describe it as a familiar but legally distinct apocalyptic spin on a classic playstation button shape yes yes <laughs> which is my favorite that's my favorite i love when companies do that yeah no it's great and watching that video the unbox therapy video it kind of made me like Maybe I do want this. So, so it got there, there's the question. Does the PlayStation 5 look better with the black and white, you know, out of the box? Or does it look better with the black everything? Right now, Mike, give us the answer. It's a hard question. Like, it does look good. It does look really yeah. good. And I, I like that it's like matte black, you know, like mm-hmm. it's not shiny or anything like that. And you can actually get like a matte strip. To put over, over the the actually the shiny bit down the center is well. right, and and I'm like, oh, that's very nice. That's very nice. So, so, Mike, if there was a black PlayStation and a black and white PlayStation on the shelf, which are you buying? The people need to know. I don't know. I'm pretty boring. <laughs> I probably will do the original. I'm very oh, much a default kind of guy. Come on. Well, man. hey, okay. Let me tell you, like. The only thing I've ever done to customize any of my consoles ever is back on the original PlayStation 1, there was a magazine called PSM, and mm-hmm. it was the it was in the unofficial PlayStation magazine. And they had stickers. And you could do like they they were most famous for they had a smiley face with like a pirate, like an eye patch. And they had a, a big disc cover because you remember the original PlayStation, that big circular disc cover. Right. And you could get that as, as a sticker and stick it on top of your PlayStation. Well, okay. I didn't do that. That was too much for me. But, but they also had stickers that go on your memory cards that were some of their covers because they had famous comic artists come in and draw covers of PlayStation characters. Right. So I would, I use those. I use those stickers on, on my memory cards. And that is literally the only customization I've ever done on any of my consoles. Okay. So I'm very boring. <laughs> I could, I could, like, I thought about it. I thought, you know, it's funny because you can get like replacement shells for consoles and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I'm like, you know, it might be nice to get one for the Dreamcast. But like the default color, because mine has a scratch in it, and I'd like to fix that. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Mike. Well, let me phrase this question differently. Okay. Yeah. If I were to give you a Oreo cookie 
uh-huh. or a Oreo cookie with chocolate filling on the inside. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which would you pick? <laughs> That's the thing, too, because the Unbox Therapy video, they actually showed that you can get the stripe down the center, the shiny stripe. You can replace it with white yeah. and then have the Oreo cookie. Oh, there look. All right. Well, I guess so we're, we're not going to get an answer for this one. All right. No, All right. Like, no. But you, you keep your secrets, okay? You yeah. do miss out when you get the legally distinct version. You get the not, you don't get the the actual PlayStation logo. Right, That's right. the one thing. I have seen a customization that somebody did where you can get like a decal mm-hmm. of like the original PlayStation logo colors. Because the, on, the, on the boards themselves, the PlayStation logo is there, but it is a cutout. Like it's just, there's nothing there. It's, it just goes through. It's a, it's a part of the plate is missing in the shape of the logo. Right. Or you can get a sticker that's in the colors of the PlayStation logo and slap it on the back and it gives this nice pop of color to the white console. I actually thought about doing that too, but also for the same reasons that I'm very boring. <laughs> I haven't done that either. <laughs> but you can't do that on the D-brand ones because it doesn't have the PlayStation logo. Right, so, right, right. I tell you though, black plates, wide open, with that sticker on the back with the original PlayStation colors, that would be very sharp. That'd be sharp, very yeah. Very All right. Sharp. So that's, that's as much of an answer as we're getting. It would look good. Gotcha, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, let's move on. Let's move on, Mike. What do you think about the size of phones nowadays? Do you feel like they're the right size? Too small? Too big? Where where do you land on this? It really differs. Like what what I have right now, I got my 6T and I'm very happy with with the shape of of my 6T. I I have big hands. Mm -hmm. So like I can still use the phone one-handed and be comfortable. But I know for a lot of people that that can be a problem. Like I know my mom thinks her phone is way too big. And I know Laura is a lot happier to get the pixel four, which is a lot smaller than her last phone was. So, right. So, so you're okay with it, but you know, there's people out there who want it, right? Yeah. Yeah. People, this, there's demand for the smaller phone. Yeah. Because I, I want to say I was in the same boat. You know, I had some of the older iPhones and stuff like the iPhone five and I liked it because it fit in my pocket real nice. And when I got the six, which at the time felt gigantic, you know, I was like, how am I going to put this in my pocket without snapping it in half? And I've since gotten used to it and I couldn't go back, but there was a very, you know, very vocal subset of people who really wanted the small size phone again. You know, mm-hmm. I think most phones nowadays are on average like six inches across or in diameter or whatever, but they wanted that smaller form function. And, you know, we had talked about it earlier in the year that Apple delivered with the, what is it? iPhone 12 mini. Yeah. Which I believe was five inches, which is very similar to the iPhone five size. And also with the, I was actually watching a video. Funnily enough, I've been going through like my watch later list on YouTube, which okay. has gotten substantial and gargantuan and unwieldy. Right. And I was actually watching an iPhone 12 mini review. And in it, they mentioned that the specs are identical. Yes. Like it's not, the screen is smaller, but you, and the battery life is lower. But otherwise, there's no difference. Yeah, it's it's fundamentally the exact same phone. Yes, mm-hmm. other than form factor. But wouldn't you believe it, Mike? No one bought the damn thing. <laughs> <laughs> so they released all of their, their sales models and forecasts and stuff for this year. And it's pretty evenly split between the 12, the 12 Pro, and the 12 Pro Max. I would say it's kind of like 30%, 30%, 30%. And the 12 Mini comes in at about 10% of all the sales. So more or less, everybody's believing this is the first and last Mini they will ever do. You know, some of the reasons that they've kind of thrown out there is because we do a lot more on our phones now. You know, we watch movies, we watch TV, we actively work with like the office platforms and, you know, whatever Google's apps platforms are called. You know, we're doing a lot of emails, we're doing a lot of texting, that kind of thing. So the era of having a real tiny screen is really holding you back from doing a lot of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. I, I thought it was, I definitely, when I saw it, I looked at it, I was like, this. You know, I would consider buying this one because, you know, again, the pocket size thing and whatever, but I'm sure glad I didn't because I love the 12. But anyway, I I don't know. I just thought it was interesting that basically no one's buying this thing, you know, because I I had heard so many people want this stuff. And, you know, you you just throw two examples off the top of your head, right? Well, it's it's so funny when you hear about things like this because this is also I can think of examples in in video games as well, Mm -hmm. where there was. I don't know if you're familiar with the franchise Mirror's Edge. I am, yes. So Mirror's Edge came out on the Xbox 360 and the PS3. And it 
well, got like sevens, you know, like it wasn't insanely well reviewed, but there was a, a vocal subset of people who were like, do more with this franchise because it was, it had a lot of potential and we think it was great. And after years of people being like, where is more Mirror's Edge? They finally released a new Mirror's Edge game and nobody bought the damn thing. Yeah. Yeah. It almost, it illustrates the danger of like the vocal minority, right? You know, it's like, yeah, the group isn't that big. It's just, you know, Bob and Joe over there never shut up about the damn thing. You know, like, I don't know. It's just interesting. But at the same time, you can get people who weren't, you know, the crazy person. Like, Mm -hmm. one of the people who did buy that second Mirror's Edge is me. Right. Because... Laura bought the original Mirror's Edge and she was like, I really like this game. And then I told her like, hey, you know, they made a sequel to that game. You know, it's coming out now. And she's like, really? Okay, great. And I bought it back in the day where like Best Buy when when E3 was like, do you remember back in the day when E3 happened and Best Buy would be like, buy every game at 30% off. And yeah. I'd be like, shit. And I'd buy like <laughs> seven, eight yeah. games for the, you know, and that would be every game I bought for the next two years. Kind right. Of thing. Well, I bought Mirror's Edge. I bought Mirror's Edge Catalyst, which is the second one. And there it is, and you know, on my shelf over there. But I mean, like, I probably could have waited six months and bought it for four dollars or something, right? Like Right. But yeah, nobody bought it, and it's quite likely that Mirror's Edge is dead again. Yeah. And it's not like these things are bad. Like you said, I'm sure the game was probably fine. You know, I'm I'm thinking of Titanfall. Titanfall 2 was a fantastic game that sold practically no copies <laughs> you know but it, it's a great game it's one of my favorite games that i've played but they're not going to make a titanfall 3 that's for sure because no one bought the second one and it's you know it's the same with the iphone mini like everybody gave it great reviews you know i think aside from the battery life wasn't ideal but it was still good but yeah it's just not it's not in demand unfortunately that's crazy yeah it's, it's so funny like how how these things just never seem to translate into sales no exactly yeah which makes me wonder about Beyond Good and Evil 2, you know? Because that's a game that people have been like, where the hell is Beyond Good and Evil 2? And mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know a single person who's played Beyond Good and Evil 1, you know? And yeah. then, like, I hear about people who are begging for Beyond Good and Evil 2. And Beyond Good and Evil 2 is finally happening, but it's been, like, years, you know? Like, it's it's in development hell, and, and like, every so often they'll be like, hey, here's a new update. And it'd be like, are you any further to like showing us actual gameplay of this game? It's, is it just another CGI cutscene? Okay. That game is going to come out and that game is going to freaking bomb. It's going to be the same thing where nobody's going to buy it, even though like all of these people have been for years being like, where's Griot Good and Evil 2? Yeah. No, exactly. It's almost echo chambery, I guess, to a certain extent, right? But yeah. I don't know. I just I just wanted to bring it out there, Mike. You know, I haven't talked about Apple in like four episodes, so I figured we need to talk about it again. <laughs> Got to bring it up. Got to bring it up. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you know, you know something else that we used to talk about quite a bit that we haven't talked about in a while is uh, Xbox. Oh yes. What's yes. new in the Xbox world, Mike? Well, this is a quick, a nice little quick hit. We've talked about the Project X Cloud streaming before, mm-hmm. and I think the last time we talked about Project X Cloud streaming was I don't even know why I call it that. It's not even called that anymore. Like, yeah. I, I don't even know what it's actually called. That's probably why. I feel like the name that they gave it is nowhere near as cool as xCloud. So they just keep calling it that. Yeah. I might be wrong. Maybe it is called xCloud. I mean, it used to be called Project xCloud at, its, at any sense. But I think the last time we talked about it was it was it was not on iOS. Speaking of Apple. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, it's finally going to come to Apple. We've gotten a way around their, you know, their store restrictions and Mm -hmm. it's going to finally come to iOS devices. Well, the new thing that they're talking about is, sorry, Stadia, they're doing in-browser streaming now. Right. So so they're starting the testing of you can go into Microsoft Edge because that's what they'll start with is you'll have to do it in Edge. Of course, yeah. And then maybe later you can go into Chrome and then you can just start streaming your games there. Well, Chrome and Edge are the same thing now. I don't know if you knew that. 
Well, yeah, it's it's Chromium. Yeah, based, they're both right? on the Chromium platform. Yeah, they they killed off uh, OG Microsoft Edge <laughs> uh, I see, in I see. favor of the Chrome one. So if it works on one, it works on the other. Same with all your extensions and everything like that. Yeah, there you go. So that's 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 it then. It'll be it'll be coming out and you can pop it on everything. Maybe it'll be later on iDevices. Yeah, so isn't it kind of amazing? I mean, this is, this sort of expands off of just gaming, but what you can do in a web browser nowadays. Yeah. It's nuts. Like, because like, I don't know what your company uses, but like we use Office 365 and you can use a fully featured Word and Excel and Outlook and stuff in, in the browser. And it's fantastic. <laughs> like, it's legitimately great. Like, I'd half the time I'd consider not even installing the program on my computer because it's that good, right? And, yeah. you know, Google's got its platform too and it's good too. And now we got gaming, you know, maybe the Chromebooks yeah. will finally become useful. At some point. <laughs> maybe yeah maybe i mean they're still certainly like chunking them out i get enough ads for chromebooks these days that's for sure yeah yeah i want to like chromebooks but i, I just can't plunk down the money for them right now that's for sure yeah. i've said for a while that i would hop on the the x game pass the xbox game pass thing when it came time to like certain games that i wanted to play they were going to be xbox exclusives and I just assumed I would play it through the bla- the browser. Mm-hmm. Well, well, now I have a computer that's nice enough. I, I could actually download and play those games. So yeah, exactly. Now, now it's just a conundrum. Do I just want the instant access or do I actually want to you know download them and play them natively? Who's, who's to say? It's a choice. Well, we're going to find out, Mike. You're going to plunk down that $1. That one dollar that's right. for free for three months because <laughs> I'm not I'm not gonna pay like the full yeah. price for Game Pass that's for sure yeah and besides the the main game that I would want it for is still not available it's uh, Hellblade two which has no release date it's, I assume it's not even coming till next year still the way they've been talking about it yeah but uh, I have that on a list and I have the medium on a list so when it comes time for me to get that three months I'll have two games to play for sure mm-hmm. I'm excited for you Mike that's for sure. Yeah, but that won't happen until 2022 <laughs> from the sounds of it. So. Well, Mike, you were talking about Google Stadia. Okay. Yes. So have you heard of a game called Terraria before? Yeah, it's like it's like a 2D version of Minecraft almost, right? Like yeah, it's, it's probably a little more... Sort of Minecraft meets Stardew Valley sort yeah. of deal. Yeah, it's a, an indie darling. We'll just leave it at that. It's an indie darling game. It's on on PC. I'm sure it's on the major consoles too, isn't it? Like Xbox I think and PlayStation? I, I think it was a PlayStation Plus freebie. At one yeah, point. I'm pretty sure I have it as like a PlayStation. I'm fairly certain I have it on Vita, and I installed it on the Vita, and I went to play it, and then I was like, "Oh wait, it's Minecraft." I don't like Minecraft. And I installed <laughs> yeah, it. I'm out. I didn't install. Yeah. Well, anyway, Mike, you might not like it, but a lot of people really like this game, uh, and it was going to get ported over to Google Stadia. And now, what's interesting, Mike, is. Obviously, you're a huge proponent of physical copies of games and everything like mm-hmm. that. Physical, physical, physical. I like digital. You know, we're like yin and yang, I guess, together, Mike. That's that's how we work. But uh, the Terraria developer hosted all of his stuff, or I guess their stuff, on Google. You know, mm-hmm. they had a YouTube channel. They had the Gmail account. They used the drive. They used everything. And as he was developing the the game to work on Google Stadia, he got banned from Google for violating a terms of service. And regardless of all the reaching out and stuff that he's done, they've never found out why they were banned exactly. So I guess this has been going on for a month, maybe a month and a half at this point. doesn't look like it's uh, going to get resolved or anything like that. So he's now stated that he is going to pull Terraria from Google Stadia and you will never see it on that platform again. Just another nail in that Google Stadia coffin. But it also, you know, really goes to show, I guess, the dangers of using the all digital thing because he has said he's got thousands of dollars in games and movies and stuff attached to his Google account and now they're all gone and totally inaccessible. And that's that's got to be a fear of yours for sure. <laughs> Honestly, I wasn't like we kind of talked about this before the show. Yeah. And it wasn't until what you just said. Yeah. That like I felt my heart tighten when you said he lost access to his movies and games and such. I yeah. was like, oh yeah, I was just thinking about all like his web development stuff, which is, you know, or not web development, but game yeah, development. Software stuff, development stuff, yeah. Which is on one hand, yes, I mean that's his livelihood. That's terrible. But to lose everything else on top of that 
you know, yes. like all of your personal and entertainment stuff and private email and things like that. Exactly. And Google is unique in the sense of you don't typically just use the Gmail account, you know, like or, or if you get your, your email account banned, that's OK. You can still use YouTube or you can still use this. No, once you get banned in one, you get banned in all of them. You know, so Google obviously provides applications, it provides email, it provides YouTube, it provides storage, it provides logins to various websites everywhere. We're using Android, Google to everything. Yeah, if you've got show. an Android phone, your phone is now completely useless. You know, like that, it's very wide sweeping. It kind of really makes you raise an eyebrow as to uh, how integrated Google has become into everybody's life. Remember when they stopped? doing that they took down that motto like there was that wall thing painted on the wall that was like don't be evil yeah and they took that down now it's like oh good i it, it, now they're evil and <laughs> they're at least not afraid of it being evil. no that's right yeah it's no longer their official motto which is actually kind of surprising and also really a bad look i would say yeah yeah we don't want to not be evil anymore. yeah it's not like mcdonald's what was their motto before like we're loving it you know you just kind of yeah. change it from one little chintzy thing to or like one little cute thing to another you know this is like yeah don't be a huge dick and now we're like no we're you know we're okay with that we're, we're okay cool with that. being yeah. dicks now it's cool. <laughs> yeah we're, we're fine with that part of our our business yeah yeah oh, god now i feel like i should watch what i'm saying half the crap that we this we're what we're we're talking right now through a google mm-hmm. device we're using google duo i'm the intro and outro of the show i'm reading from a google document <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know? well it's it's horrifying I, I would say a solid three quarters of my life is tied up in google products in some fashion or another right you know even logging on to like my hydro bill is attached to my email account which is obviously a gmail account so yeah yeah uh, I think it's time to read those terms of service and see what there is that I could get banned for and <laughs> keep away from all of that stuff. Yeah, well, apparently it won't help you because it seems to be fairly arbitrary. So who knows, Sweet. Mike? Sweet. Yeah, who well, knows? On, on that horrifying note, yeah. I think that will do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, oh, Google Play, Spotify, <laughs> Stitcher, iHeartRadio, CastBox, and all your favorite podcast listening services. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at parttimenerdsfulltimedads.com or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts at PTNerdsFTDads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice from people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon.